Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Fuzzy. Today's guest is Tina Hollenbeck. She is the creator of the Homeschool Resource Roadmap. She's a veteran homeschooling mom, educational entrepreneur, who passionately advocates for the merits of home education. She launched the research project that birthed the Common Core Project database and later created the Homeschool Resource Roadmap to serve the homeschool community she loves. Through this initiative, she seeks to provide useful information and encouragement for those called to raise and educate their own children so that they feel confident that they are equipped for the task. In addition to educating her own children and curating the roadmap and its affiliate resources, Tina has also written for a number of homeschooling parent-related venues. In 2015, she co-authored a booklet celebrating children's 12 genius qualities and in 2021, her first solo book, Eight Great Smarts for Homeschoolers, which was published by Moody Press. In this episode, we talk about how you can use curricula and other learning tools as just that, a tool. Also, the key to successful homeschooling is truly knowing how God has wired each of your children and responding appropriately. And lastly, the Homeschool Resource Roadmap includes a list of those who offer support for kids with the whole gamut of special needs. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Tina has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? Well, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm really looking forward to our conversation. A couple of fun facts, actually. So I curate a homeschool curriculum database, which is what we're going to talk about today. And most people don't have any clue how many companies are out there for homeschoolers. It is almost, as of today, almost 6,000 different companies that offer material that homeschoolers can use. And the second part of that fun fact is my website is the only place that I'm aware of where you can see all of them in one place. Whoa, that's huge. 6,000 companies. Oh my gosh. Well, make it 6,001 in the next couple of months because I'm the, I'll be the next one coming on. <laughs> All right. Well, do you sell curriculum? That would be the question. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm going to be doing in the next couple of months. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So I've been a teacher for 22 years in, in um public school. So I'm actually been trying to transfer over teaching all my like expertise into the homeschool, but mm-hmm. using homeschool like methods. I That was one of the reasons why I began this podcast was I had no idea about what went on in the homeschool arena. I was very unaware. And when I felt the call to help the homeschool community or to be some type of resource for them, Mm-hmm. I was shocked at all the options, the opportunities, the 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 freedom. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, no wonder my principal was always mad at me because I was trying to do a homeschool style like education in my <laughs> public school. Yeah, I got in trouble all the time. Like because I would take oh, yeah. them on too many trips and I'd be like, all right, guys, let's go out. Or I'd be like, I would tell my class, go ahead, go out 
go out into the foyer and just sit around the school wherever you want. Just be back in the next 40 minutes, but do your reading. Like I would let them sit all over the school and my principal would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, it's kind of boring sitting in my classroom. Like, so I just let them sit in the hall. It's not a big deal. And they were like, no, that's yeah. not how, what we how do How dare here. you give them freedom, right? Yeah, I'm a former <laughs> public school teacher too. I, I totally get what you mean. That's <laughs> so funny. So with that, what is the focus of your work? So as I mentioned, it's a curriculum database or curriculum and resource database because like you're learning that there's so much more out there for homeschoolers than you ever thought possible. There's more that homeschoolers use than official curriculum as well. So my website is called the Homeschool Resource Roadmap. And as I mentioned, it is a place where my goal is to list and kind of summarize, chart out, give some baseline information about every single resource provider that homeschoolers have access to. And so that includes all the official type curricula. That includes um, educational YouTube channels. If, if homeschoolers tell me they use something, um, I do what I can to get it listed on the roadmap and categorized and charted out so that parents can if they're looking for elementary math, for example, they can go to the list that I have for elementary math and they can literally see all the options that are before them. I believe there's 800 and some options for elementary math. And wow. yeah, and but then they can vet them out. So my site has charts, PDF charts that I've um, created. And so all the company names will be listed and then there'll be certain parameters. Um, where does this company stand on the Common Core Standards or Next Generation Science Standards, if that's relevant? What ages is it for? What learning style does it use? Because there's a number of homeschool learning styles beyond traditional classroom type things. Um, what worldview is it? Is it Christian? Is it secular? Is it something else? Um, does it have printed material online? Does it have some things that are free? So my charts list all of those things so that parents can look at them and they can vet so they can see everything all in one place rather than relying on Google searches, which don't show you half of it. But then they can also use their own personal parameters and narrow it down to a manageable amount that then they can go look at the websites, but they'll know that they've seen everything and not missed something good for their kids. That's awesome. So I so I guess the one thing that they would have to know is their kids learning style so that they could actually have a good experience in on that website because they probably would be kind of like oh how does my kid learn and and honestly yeah. it's so easy to see how your child learns as a as a teacher I mean like within the first couple of days I can easily see where how every one of my students learns mm -hmm. whether they're kinesthetic whether you know what I mean like you literally can see it by the way they just you know, consume the material that I'm giving them. And yes. so it's, it's, it's a pretty, so for the, for you parents who don't know how your child learns, if you're actually making a transition from public school into homeschool, I've actually heard from other homeschool moms and homeschool, you know, ex experts. And I, I guess I would say that mm -hmm. take like six months just to get to know your kid get to get yeah. just to get to know your child find your rhythm you're not going to be falling behind in fact you probably excel yourself and your child in your relationship educationally you know emotionally mentally the whole entire thing everything will probably be way better than what you thought so yeah. let, let's not stress about it you know but 
Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. What you have is awesome. So you, you mentioned roadmap a couple of times, like, Mm -hmm. can you unpack that a little bit? Like what would, what is your roadmap about? Well, so kind of what I mentioned, I decided to call it when I, when I launched this project about 10 years ago, it was March of 2013 when I launched it after some playing around because it was by kind of by accident. Um, and I can tell you the story of how it began. I didn't intend to do this. I was in the middle of homeschooling my children in 2013. They're now young adults, but I homeschooled them all the way through. And I was just minding my own business as a ordinary homeschool mom. And, um, One day in March of 2013, I got an email from a very popular homeschool resource company that proudly announced that it was going to be aligning its new edition with the Common Core Standards. And I mean, you know what that's all about, Bex. And I, I, as a former public school teacher and uh, informed taxpayer, I knew what it was. I knew it had been in the public school since 2010, and I didn't much like it, but I was out of it. So I didn't really think anything of it. Um, Mm. And then this big wig homeschool curriculum provider said, yes, we're Common Core. And then that very same week, another huge name in the homeschool curriculum market said, we're not going to change our material for Common Core, but we're going to start matching what we do to the Common Core standards so y'all can know. And that bothered me and it freaked out my homeschooling friends. So I was in several groups Mm. at the time and everyone's like, what does this mean? A lot of them didn't know what Common Core was. Right. So we started talking about things and and most of them didn't like it when they learned what it was. And then they started making assumptions. Oh, well, this one must be Common Core and that one not and that one. I said, you guys, we cannot make assumptions. I'm a no drama mama myself. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I said, somebody has to start contacting these providers and just asking them, you know, not saying, you know, we hate Common Core, so therefore we're going to blacklist you. It wasn't that at all. It was just <laughs> so parents can know. And like, I don't like Common Core. I mean, everybody knows that if they can look at me, if they Google me personally, they'll see my articles about it. But I also try not to rant. I try to give information. Sure, um, sure. So I said, well, somebody has to start just asking. And that somebody became me. Oh, <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah. So I started sending out a query letter to all the companies that I knew of, and it's been the same letter um, for the last 10 years for consistency's sake. I asked them a few questions to get at where they stand with Common Core in any way, shape or form. And that's kind of how it started. But then it expanded beyond that, because as the companies grew more and more, people said, well, this is great information, but I'm looking for elementary math, or I'm looking for secondary anatomy and physiology for my kids. I can't tell from these company names what's what. Yeah. So I guess it was about 2015. And I had named it the Homeschool Resource Roadmap at that point. And it was a website at that point, just because it's kind of like helping parents to navigate Navigate. the the road (laughs) of choosing material. Beautiful. Um, Because I mean, I talk to all kinds of new homeschoolers all the time. And first question is, what, where do I get curriculum? And, you know, I have to back them up a little bit and say, well, you you have to know the homeschool law in your state first. You have to make sure you're doing that. And then, and even more important than that is what you talked about, the de-schooling, where you take some time to get to know your kids, to get to know yourself as a parent teacher, those kinds of things. But curriculum is such a huge thing. And so in, in about 2015, I started adding the other charts, which on my website, those are under the tab called Deluxe Charts Project. And so basically you can go there and you can see everything. You can see where a company is on Common Core, but you can also see all those other parameters that I mentioned all at one glance. Nice. So Tina, for the parents who are 
kind of have an idea like, okay, I've heard of Common Core. I'm not a hundred percent what it is. Like, I, I know that there are things happening in the public school, which that I'm not really happy with, which is why I'm taking my kid out. But can you help me understand a little bit more, I guess, adversity towards Common Core? Among homeschoolers, you mean? Among homeschools. And then and there yeah, are some anybody. public school. Yeah, yeah. just people yeah. who... I mean, there are some people who like it because they say that, and you know this too, right? It says, it says that it standardizes everything across the whole entire country. So if somebody is moving from New York to California, they can know that when their kid walks into a public school classroom, it'll be the same, theoretically, right? That right, was right. The, the theory behind it. Some of the problems that I personally had with it actually started with that because the 10th Amendment to the Constitution forbids federal control of education, the Department of Education notwithstanding, right? <laughs> so yeah. so yeah, here yeah, they yeah. are. They, they, they are federal standards. And the people who promote the standards will say, no, 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 every state adopted them voluntarily in 2010, 29, uh, 2009, 2010. But that's not true because they were they had millions of dollars dangled in front of them and they were told they wouldn't get the money unless they adopted these common core standards. Well, that's coercion. Um, it is. I mean, it certainly wasn't voluntary. 45 states signed on because they had become so dependent on federal money that right. they had no other choice, right? Wow. So, you know, that was in the public schools. And again, for me, it was like, well, that's really bad. I don't like that. But for homeschoolers, it's really a problem because- my friends say a couple of things, you know, first of all, their children are not standardized and they know it. We yeah. all know that each child is a unique individual created by God, right? Completely. But homeschoolers, we really know that, right? We, we pull our kids out or we never send our kids in the first place because we want to customize an education for our kids. So therefore we don't want to be standardized. We don't want our kids to be standardized and um, you know, there, there's a joke in the homeschool community. You know, if you ask your child what grade he's in, he'll say, well, I'm in second grade for math and fourth grade for reading. And I think first grade <laughs> for science, I'm not sure because we don't really go by that. Correct. So the whole idea of common core and a common anything just flies in the face of what homeschooling is all about. And they're not high standards. I mean, they're public school standards. So they're kind of the bottom of the barrel. So it's not Thank something you. to aspire to. <laughs> No, you you know what? You're so right. And and I love the fact that you just said that because I really want parents to hear what we're saying. Mm. Public school is not the gold standard. By no. no means is the public school any kind of gold standard. It's barely like, oh my gosh, it's barely a rock standard. You know what I mean? It's it's <laughs> it's not a standard. It's literally a place that, you know, you put your kid when you have to go to work because you don't you like either you don't know that you have an option or you know you just don't have the option i don't know but it's it's not by any means and and a lot of parents also think that they have to if they're going to homeschool oh my gosh but i have to sit and teach them for 8 hours Actually, no, you don't, no. because we don't either. If I teach in my classroom, if I teach, if I teach an hour straight, mm -hmm. I lose every one of my students, like every one of them gone. I can't teach more than 20 minutes, literally. Right. And at 20 minutes, I have to cap it and cap it fast and give them, you know, material and stuff for them to do. So if I teach my whole day one hour, then that's a lot. Like that's how much I actually teach. I have to actually split it up into like little bite-sized pieces, 15 minutes here, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. And that's why they get homework, 10 minutes homework. You know what I mean? So right. 
Yeah. I think there's such a misconception of things that they can't see because, because yeah. what they're doing is they're dropping their kid off and they come back. Right. So they're not seeing, they think like all this yeah. time that we're teaching. No, half the time we're trying to get the class in order. <laughs> the other time. Yeah. Like other time we're waiting, we're, we're in the halls watching, making sure they're not doing any like funny stuff. Then, mm-hmm. you know, the other thing is like lunchtime. You, you know what I mean? The kids go to the bathroom sometimes for a half hour. You know? <laughs> yes. well, and thank you for saying that I have. So I'm a former public school teacher as well. My older daughter's 22 and I left right before she was born. I, I, I made the school district pay for her birth because I worked for them for nine years. So, <laughs> and then I resigned. And so I know the reality. And, and I think that's actually one of the things that's helped me because people have said to me, oh, you're, you're a school teacher. That's why homeschooling was, you know, so easy for you. Well, first of all, it wasn't easy because nothing worth doing is easy. Right. Secondly, I think the reason I had confidence though, was I saw the system from the inside. So I knew exactly what you're saying. Mm. And I've always said any honest teacher that you ask, you know, about the time on task, for example, during a school day out of a seven hour school day, they're lucky. Let's say like an elementary school teacher, they have the kids all day long, three and a half hours. And that's pushing it. Right. Oh (laughs) yeah. It's it's less than 50% of the time that is actually going to be on task. And then you take into account the children who are daydreaming because they're bored or this or that. So they might look on task because they're sitting still, but their, their brains are not on task. Right. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. You're so right. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for saying that. Cause I do think parents need to hear it Yeah, because they do. Yeah. All the time. You know, how many hours do I have to do homeschooling? Well, I if don't you know. have a six-year-old, maybe 45 minutes spread throughout the day. <laughs> That's <Totally>. about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I love the fact that you have so many resources and you categorized it because that's huge when you, when, cause I, I think a lot, again, the, the overwhelming amount of resources that are out there when we can mm-hmm. categorize them and then subcategorize them even further can really yeah. bring clarity and understanding and bring that roadmap where we can yes. navigate through all of this because yeah. I I love homeschool and I believe me when I have kids there there's I I won't even step into a public school with them like they'll be like mm-hmm. they'll just gonna be like where are those kids going I'm like uh, uh they're, they're kind of going to mini jail don't worry about it honey we're where we're free <laughs> you know it's yes. like It'll be fine, you know, <laughs> but it, it's, it's going to be one of those things. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited to actually de-school, like literally yeah. teach, not like this traditional way. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do so much. I can go on trips and I can go to the park and I can create labs outside. Cause I'm a, I'm a science teacher and a foreign yeah. language teacher. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh my gosh, the way we can teach. And I've always thought those things. That's why yeah. like I'm going into courses now and eventually I'm going to create like a, a little, a mini school. So I'm just really excited to be able to move forward. And the fact that you have all of this, I, I think that's, I think it's fantastic. It really is. So like what, like the inspiration to continue to do this, cause I get it. Like it, it kind of was dropped in your, your yeah. hand and you were just like, okay, I have all this, but like what inspired you to continue on and not say, all right, I'm good. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, my kids are done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Well, my husband would say I have OCD. That's not diagnosed, <laughs> but he, he swears I do. <laughs> I call it perseverance. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I love I that. Guess it's, it's proof positive that God uses all things for his good and glory. I think because 
I, I never thought there would be this many resource providers. And again, even when I started expanding and saying, I'm not just going with the official curriculum, I, I remember saying to somebody early on, well, I'm going to have to send a lot of letters. There are probably like 300 companies. I only know a couple dozen, but there's going to be 300 companies. <laughs> 10 years later, we have, like I said, nearly 6,000 companies wow. and counting. I mean, every year I go to the homeschool curriculum exhibitor sites. If I can't attend, I go to their websites and I look for new providers. Sure. Um, I look at homeschool curriculum, like awards or whatever, these things go out. And I'm like, if there's a new provider, I look at your newsletter, Bex, and yeah. anybody that you've interviewed that has a product that I don't have it on the roadmap, I send them a letter and we go from there. And oh, it's funny because cool. when I, yeah, when I tell them that I got their name from you, they're like, oh, okay, I'm happy to answer. So that that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> my goal, I guess, just became, I want everything that homeschoolers can use and that they do use. You know, I'm in homeschool groups. So if somebody mentions something, I want it on the roadmap so that another parent whose kid might really resonate with that can find it. Yeah. Yes. I love that. And you know what? I'm going to put your resource. I'm going to create a new page and I'm going to have your website right on there. Oh, thank so you. that way. Yeah. Cause I think that would be, it's very powerful, like to have a podcast and then to have a resource where they can go to and yeah. they can be like, Oh, here we go. And I can have like a little blurb on that. Thank you. Letting them know what well, they're seeing. And what's also really cool is, um, the roadmap is completely free to use. Person can just dig in and go down how many ever rabbit trails they want to go on any of the lists without paying me a dime. Wow. I don't do affiliate links. I don't do anything like that. It's just, I, I just love homeschooling and I want parents to do it. I want them to feel confident. So it's been kind of my ministry for the last 10 years and counting. Yeah. I mean, until, <laughs> until I go home, this is it, right? So, yeah. or unless God says something else, right? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so so I don't, yeah, everything is completely free to use. There is a small section on there where if somebody is completely overwhelmed and they want me to look at the lists for them and write a report for them, I can do that. And I charge a small fee for that, but they don't sure. have to, you know, that's just a, a, an add on, but a person can totally use the site all on their own without paying a dime. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. Oh man. So tell us like, where can, what is your site? Where can they go to get, find you? And then I'll just put all those links in your show notes as well. Awesome. So the URL is homeschoolroadmap.org. All one word, no dots or underlines, just all together like that. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah. I love mm -hmm. it. <laughs> so as we're wrapping up, like what is one big takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today? You know, I was thinking about that ahead of time. And it's kind of funny, given the fact that I've got this database of curriculum and resources. But one of the main takeaways, I think, since I've been doing this and seeing how many things are out there, is that curriculum should always ever only be a tool. You might decide that you want a package curriculum. You might decide you want different resources and different subject areas. And, and there are really gifted people who have written things. And, and we shouldn't have to reinvent the wheel all the time for ourselves. However, we need to remember that it is a tool, never your master. So use a curriculum as a hammer, not to hammer yourself over the head, <laughs> but just to, you know, just to help your help you build your kids education. Never let curriculum become your master. If, if you don't finish something for whatever reason, it's fine. Your kids True. are learning every single moment they're awake anyway. And if it doesn't fit or your life happens, it doesn't matter. Perfect. Just let it be a tool. Never your master. 
I love that. I agree with all of it. All of it. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Tina, it was awesome having you on today. Thank you for just sharing your wisdom and all of your resources. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.